Welcome to podcast 154 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt on this week's pod. We'll have some save updates, a chat with Viking Dan about his <clears throat> performance in the Football Manager Streamer Showdown this past weekend and a quiz for Mr. Duke. But before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by this week. David, welcome. Thank you, Matt. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and welcome. <laughs> Dupe, you're also with us. Hello. I am Matt. It's great to be back. Um, just want to say one thing. We've had some love about your Doubt jingle it. for the pod, uh, for my quiz. We had one um, tweet. <laughs> one tweet more than Kurt gets. Thanks, Mum. Thanks for the Good support. Evening. Second bottom. Uh, Joseph is also bottom. with us. Good evening, league champion. Good evening, host. Good evening. I was Joseph. talking to I was talking to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one was I? League champion. <laughs> oh. Oh. Literally. <laughs> and of course, they are the dulcet tones of uh, Mr. Viking Dan. Welcome back, Dan. It's been a Hello. while. Yeah, it's been a while. I won't sing it, don't worry. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll start with you for the save update, Dan, as you have a, a brand new savings on the internet. Uh, yeah, started fresh on Monday. I used uh, a real life, well, real results update as of before coronavirus simmed it to get Wigan down into League One. Uh, didn't quite work, so I spent quite a long time trying to edit things and then gave up and then just put them in League One. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Wigan in League One, trying to reflect what's happened in real life, which is criminal, by the way. Um, sold a lot of players, spent seven million on Sergio Gomez. So uh, we'll see how he does in League One. Brought in a few frees, Robbie Brady, Ash Richards, and Tommy Hoban. And uh, yeah, play the first three games, it's going well. Uh, it, should, it should be fun. They've got a good squad for League One. I'm trying to uh, recreate the the old Preston tactic that I used to do in a 4-1-4-1. And uh, yeah, fun so far. Who's going to be Max Banks? Um, I don't know. There's a couple of pretty good young players there. Um, but... I think it's going to be one of those positions that I do need to invest in. I brought in uh, Keenan Davies on a free, uh, and Joe Geldart, uh, Gellert, sorry, is um, a, a youth prospect from Wigan, who looks like he could be pretty good. He's got some, like a decent attribute spread, had a decent preseason, but four and a half star potential in League One. We'll see whether he's going to be good enough to kind of even be like a, a rotation option in the Premier League. But um, yeah, like I say, there's some good young players there. I brought in some experience, and uh, yeah, looking good so far. We'll see how it goes. We've not conceded a league goal yet, but there was um, there was a couple of games where we won one nil after having about four hundred shots. So it might be one of those kind of games. Yeah, well, you'll be expected to go back up. I imagine. <laughs> so anyway, we'll but move if I, on. If I don't, Sorry. I'll get fired. So <laughs> I mean, either way, it's, it moves on <laughs> with you or without you. <laughs> the train's left the station now. <laughs> David, uh, Rotherham. Rotherham. Uh, it's been. Uh, I've been glued to it this week. Uh, it's been a really interesting season. Obviously, last year we managed to um, get a decent finish in the championship. Uh, this season, obviously, we started a new campaign, and I think I won my first six or seven games in a very, very good position. I thought, here we go, we're gonna have a good season. Uh, and then we got two wins out of our next fourteen matches. I was like, ah, brilliant. Um, so it's just been a really inconsistent season. I think those first uh, that first run of form has kept us obviously um, in a decent position. So we're still sort of mid-table at the moment. And it came to January, and uh, this is spoilers because I think this is this is 
episode is going to actually be out after the podcast is out. Uh, but we had a bid in on deadline day for one of our right backs. Uh, he's a young American guy that had been playing at sort of right wing back and Norwich bid about £2 million for him. Uh, so I negotiated it and put his release clause, uh, which was about £10 million, And then they dropped it back down to about £3 million. And I always know when I negotiate, you know, and, and they're still playing ball, they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna play and pay a decent amount of money. So in the end, they paid about nine and a half million pounds for him, um, which is a huge amount of money. Bearing in mind the club were we only had four million pounds balance. Uh, I had zero transfer budget and wage budget, so that enabled me to get some big plays in on deadline day. I signed um, Wright Phillips, the young lad, the half brother. I can't remember his first name. Um, from Man City for 250k. Uh, signed another lad from Middlesbrough and I man managed to get Daniel Pedence in on loan from Wolves, as you do. So, uh, yeah, results still aren't fantastic, but, uh, yeah, we've got a team now that could possibly knock on the door for a late playoff push. So the um, negotiation tactic, Dave, do you just wait till they agree a fee, right-click it, and then just put whatever fee you want on? <laughs> you know what? You I've literally, I've literally got my hand up. I was well, about you to know say, what? American Rocket, football with him, Scout? <laughs> yeah <laughs> genuinely like on on um on another save right i tried that and i could not get Dave that tries. to work whatsoever oh yeah that no, genuinely I, like i'll show you like that i genuinely don't understand how that works but no it's happened before if if i if say for argument's sake you are asked for 10 million more if they pull out of the deal they pull out because they're not interested but if they're still playing ball you know they're interested they'll probably still pay close to what you want anyway i've had it with uh I think I had it with Neves a couple of times last year. When I asked for te or a bid would come in for twenty million, I'd ask for a hundred, and they're still pushing. So you could probably get about eighty million. Um, so yeah, we sold him for about nine and a half million, and that's now not just for this season. That'll enable me next season to add some players because I've still got about five million in the bank. Whereas obviously at the start of the season, I only had about one million to play with. So if we don't go up next year, I'm hopeful. Uh, this year, I'm hopeful next year we can mount some sort of playoff push. Lovely stuff. Dupe, Palermo, you're threatening that this might be your last season. <sighs> Doing it for the clickbait, mate. Um, <laughs> nah, to be fair, Matt, we went we went all kind of summer desperate for centre-backs. We just needed to strengthen our back line. We sold a centre-back because uh, he was getting too old, Lenglet. Uh, we actually got really good money, two million for, for a guy that we got on a free last season. So I was chuffed with that. And we just searched for a centre-back. That's all I wanted. I just wanted a towering centre-back. I was going to pay through the nose for him. Uh, I couldn't find one, so I bought a striker instead. Instead, uh, I bought a young lad, uh, what young Scottish lad? I know who thought they played football um, from Celtic, and he's turned out to be a good little player. To be fair, he's, he's we've still got Mets or the Canio as he's now known on my stream, um, uh, and then we started our Champions League run, and we had a group of Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, and Benfica. Um, now, Benfica doesn't sound that scary, but when you add up the fact that they've sold £800 million of the players over the last three seasons and invested a good 65 70% of that, um, they're quite a scary team, um, and we're struggling. But we just we just can't get anywhere. It's really frustrating. This is our 11th season now. Um, Juventus haven't dropped a single point all season. Um, it's currently December. Um, they've conceded about five goals all season. Again, it's December. And we are currently 16 points off them. 
and again it's it's December <laughs> so it's going to be tough it's going to be tough but um I feel maybe we push for the you know get top four again and maybe push for a Coppa Italia final maybe win the Coppa Italia and at least we have something to our name because at this current moment of time we are 11 seasons in and apart from like the Serie C title and the Serie B title we've we've run fuck all I've literally wasted my fucking 11 seasons here. But um, I think we are on to something. I just think when your average age of your starting 11 is, I think it was 22 and something days. It's just so such a young squad that, and young starting 11. We've got to give them time. It's just whether we've got that time. Now Miles has announced it's out of Christmas. We've got a bit more time, right? <laughs> At least you can count your seasons, mate. <laughs> to be fair, I've, I've, I've got to 11. Um, I'm from down south, so I'm kind of pretty much stuck to my max now. I've got no more. F I've run out of fingers to count on, Dan. I'm going to have to use my thumbs. I mean, you couldn't. I said it before, Joe. Could you tried? <laughs> um, this is a side note, by the way. I don't know if some of you have seen the. I think someone put it on Reddit about some Iron Man mode that they should introduce to Football Manager. It's been doing the rounds on Twitter, basically, where you start up a save, you play the game, and you can't save it until you quit the game. Can people stop tagging me in that on Twitter, please? Because people keep saying, oh, Dave, look at this. You won't be able to play Football Manager next year because I've got an Iron Man mode. If people could stop Do tagging me not. in that, that'd be appreciated. Sorry, dude. Stop saving reloading, then. Yeah. I should just say... <laughs> My head does not look like a tic-tac. <laughs> Dave, any time you want to just take over my save save update, just to, to kind of... Yeah, I'm sorry. Know. I was going to say it, but then you started. I'm really sorry. But no, if you do want to watch my Palermo save, you can watch it every night at 9pm. Over at twitch.tv forward slash Um But no, I'm, I, I, I personally think, going back to my save update, Dave, uh, I personally think we... <laughs> in the winter last year, we signed a guy called Nicholas Mariato from Brazil. And I had a space, and I had a non-EU space available. I brought him in, deadline day in the winter. I couldn't register him for my squad. And I'm like, what's going on here? Didn't it didn't really tell me a huge amount. And, you know, I read a little bit into it, but reading's difficult. Um, and then it got. I thought, okay, well, we'll just keep him in the squad. He was, he was relatively happy. He didn't kick up much of a fuss we'll just register him in the summer it's fine we got to the summer they announced that we had two non-eu slots i went to register him and i can't register him <laughs> it won't let me register him for some reason it will not let me register this guy now he's 21 years of age he's we pay him 78 grand a week and we can't we cannot we cannot for the life of us put him in our squad um so i think ever since then i've been on a bit of a downer it's gone well for you then I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, just to let you know, he's still coaching our under 18. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to sack him. No, no. Um, I think I think the last kind of update we had on him uh, was he was he was interested in leaving and going elsewhere. So I thought that we we could kind of do some breaking news on the pod and let you know. Um, and then I realised actually nobody cares. So yeah, it's also true. Nobody cares. Yeah, but nobody asked. So that's all that matters, <laughs> right? Neither of those questions are relevant. You are correct. Uh, right. Uh, in terms of Blackburn Olympic, it's back. Season two has started. Uh, got through all the friendlies. Binned off all of the useless bastards who I'd somehow managed to sign and completely forgot about. And uh, things are indifferent at the moment. First three games, uh, won one, lost one, and then won the FA Cup qualifier. 
And that's about as far as we've gotten thus far. Charlie Ball got a hat-trick in that one, so he's on fire. The others haven't really started firing thus yet. But we have got um, Curtis. He's got a double-barreled name, and I can't remember. He was at Chelsea and Liverpool. He's Welsh lad. He uh, looks very tasty, who's set to join. Kinky. Kinky. uh, Tasty. (laughs) Matt, Matt, just to really... I, you know, as this is now a thing, we just bump, bump into other people's save updates. Um, he has actually left the club. Uh, he he's managing. He's club. managing achiever. Um, I thought I dreamed that, but apparently I didn't. Oh, yeah, so he has gone. Marvelous. I mean, my, mine was literally quite short anyway. Um, That's what she said. Oh, not doesn't. Never mind. It does <laughs> when you go to Thailand, Matthew. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll make sure I don't go there. Uh, Joseph, you do. Oh, well, you haven't played I've FM, played but you do have so much. Of foot I've played so much FM this week that or, or they we haven't really got time for me to do a save update, so we'll catch up next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But we no can spoilers. do, though. We can do an update on our F1 season that we were playing, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> Joe's currently beating me by a lot, but um, I think I'll beat him on the back straight. Well, we will move on to our team meeting slash spotlight, which is all about Mr. Viking Dan. And uh, I don't think we can really uh, talk about anything else initially, apart from the streamer showdown season five performance. And, and David Duke will get dragged into this, I'm quite sure, at some point. But... <laughs> <laughs> Went really well, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what what did, what did lost one game in lost one game in ten? I think it went really well. Uh, apart from how would you how did you find it being like on the opposite side of the screen? Um, I I really enjoyed it. it it's not it's nice. I mean, as you'll attest, it's nice hosting and watching all the games and being involved in the chat behind the scenes. But actually playing the game, you know, I I like playing the game. It's uh. It's, it's why I got involved in it in the first place, and uh, actually getting to put my money where my mouth, money where my mouth <laughs> was nice on Saturday, <laughs> and then it, then it all came crashing down. But uh, it is what it is, you know. I showed I, great I character. Do some very diplomatic football interview questions if you I like. Showed great oh, character. You know, knockout football. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> showed great. <laughs> yeah, team, team showed a lot of character. The boys did what they could out there. Don't need to do a, a, a Brendan Rogers. Accent I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to offend <laughs> oh, yeah, anyone okay. in Ireland on, by trying to. Okay. On Saturday, I got <laughs> okay, home probably about character. game week four, and I was like, "Dan's top of the league, he's pissing it." And I was like, oh, finally, someone from Weestream FM is actually going to dick this whole thing." And yeah, Sunday came. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he always ignores him anyway. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, God, Joe's helping Dave." I'm like, "I'm literally not. I've helped him build like two tactics <laughs> in his life." Yeah, <laughs> it's a good meme though, isn't it? Um, yeah, I like the the Saturday went well. Um, I think I mean hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like if I if I'd have gone back into that second leg against Dave again, I'd have played a different slightly different system, maybe a different personnel. But like I said, you can say anything after the fact. I think like I think that second game was closer than maybe this closer to me winning than the scoreline really let on. It was a bit of a well, there was Mbappe. Mm turning up for the one game in the entire thing. The whole tournament. Uh, yeah, and actually absolutely just terrorizing my defense and then a dodgy penalty that we didn't really see a foul for. But you know, I'm not I'm not it's, gonna be bitter it. About was the, it. Uh, it was the it was the morale boost from winning the playoff game when it then that's 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's what exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that still gives me like like little mini nightmares that I was the man that sent you there, Dave. Yeah, well, body jack, so it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, no, you do really well. I think it's quite easy to body jack, though, right? I didn't think, to be fair, I thought, especially after, obviously our game was mad close, because it's basically, you just had to draw or win and you'd be safe. But if mm. I won, you would have been in it. So, I had that last minute chance, I think it was 93rd minute, Perisic, edge of the box, he just like zipped past the goal, and I was like, oh, oh was my in. God. I thought yeah. it was in, it flashed with like, ah. Uh... So then I thought, like looking at the table, I know Jack had only picked up one point from the seven games, uh, or not nine games, sorry. Was it eight yeah, games? Against many. No, eight he, got, games. he got one point in the last game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what? Yeah. yeah. He's got he's got a point there in the last game, just to give him that little bit of morale. But out of everyone in the tournament, Jack is probably going to be the one person that he's going to spend his time to try and figure it out. Um, but we turned up. We smashed him 4-1. Obviously saw us through to the, uh, the knockouts. Got us that big bit of morale against Dan. I think that first leg, like you said, the first leg saw me through, really. Um, and even against Tom, that I should have probably done. I should have done better in the first leg, but I, half my defense was out, so I didn't really want to go for it too much. Again, like Dan said, in hindsight, I probably should have done. And unfortunately, Tom uh, went on to beat me in the semi-final, but he didn't win it. So I know you're saying last week he was going to be the winner. He wasn't. Spoilers. How, how did you find that uh, elimination game, Dave? Obviously, you're not live. You you sit there, and and I don't know if you. I'm assuming you're in a call with Jack, and it's obviously yeah. quite quite painful to to kind of endure. But I hated mine against Allcott. But how did you get? How did you feel doing it, or did you kind of know you were going to win? I didn't know I was going to win. Um, I think after that, first, like I, I think no disrespect to you, dude. In your game against Allcott, I think you sort of knew you had you. There was a bit of pressure on you to go and win, wasn't there, really? Because Alcott was like, he was dreadful, as bad as Jack, really, in the tournament. Uh, was clearly, I five well under pressure. <laughs> but against Jack, I thought, you know what? If I lose, I lose. He's a very good, like, he comes across as a very good football manager. Um, so I, as soon as I got the first goal, I was pretty calm. But all I was bothered about on Sunday was getting through that game. If I got to the knockouts and lost to Dan, then fair enough. But at least I wasn't, you know, finishing bottom and knocked out first. So. Yeah, I can't the pressure was off really. Once in that much couple of goals in that job now, so you can practice. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to play football manager so much now. He's got to try and make up for it. Yeah, yeah. I remember now is it's basically proved that Jack say reloads, doesn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> every questions in every uh, saves in doubt now. Wow, what's up, guys? Sack here. Nice. Dan that said it. <laughs> Coming from you, Dan. um so obviously you romped the league and then struggled in the knockout against dave with how did you uh, do you think there was a shift in momentum there what was different again no i think he just just, i think i definitely built a team that was if you look at the teams i think in a league campaign, you think it's the better team. It's probably going to do better over a long period. Dave had the better players on the night, like the the players that could change a game in an instant. Like I was, I remember in that second leg, I was looking at my bench and going, "I've got a load of players there that can do the same thing that are on the pitch now." There's no one that's really going to change it, and no one was playing particularly badly. Whereas Dave's got players Stay like Aubameyang and, and Mbappe on the pitch, and I think, like I say, hindsight's always, yeah, <laughs> just like hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like I say, but. I think if just having one of those elite players, if I could go back and do it, I wouldn't have had three 20 million pound players on the bench. 
I'd have had an elite player and a, and a few ten million pound players because. <laughs> Should have said what Spencer did, mate. That would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, because, uh, like I say, went, went for the squad game, but didn't need the squad. I didn't. I had one light injury in the entire thing. Like I didn't need yeah. to use magic sponge. So like I'd spent so much time thinking the best way to build a squad for a league and cup, big, you know, like to negate injuries and tiredness and stuff, and then didn't need it at all. I could have gone out and put Messi in the team or something, and you never know. That might have made the difference. Mm -hmm. Oh, you won't find out now, will you? So, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, or See what you do, Matthew. Or alternatively, you did put him in, and he get injured, gets injured first match. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it'd be Sod's Law, wouldn't it? Like... <laughs> absolutely, absolutely steeped in Sod's Law. Anyway, we we shall move on. Um, wanted to speak to you about your Depot treble. I've almost forgotten that I did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it was one of the, the first things I wrote down in the outline is that we need to sort of speak about it. Um, it. Like, how long did it take you to get there? Like, from from start to finish, it was nine seasons, which is crazy. And yeah, really. it, it, the first season got promoted. We bottled the. <laughs> I was leading the league for ages. Bottled it. Went up through the playoffs, and then we had a solid mid-table finish. And I just managed to amass a good. I mean, I I played the the young wonder kid game. Like, I was just raiding South America. Um, so like had all these players who were just developing and getting better and better and then obviously I'd, they'd get poached every now and again when we were getting outside of the European spots so I just had this a nice windfall of cash and the players that were stuck around from when I picked them up who are now like elite players so I just managed to over that nine the nine seasons nine series nine seasons <laughs> um, build a really good just a really good team Um the last season, I declared it was going to be the last season as we went into season nine, because I just didn't see a way that I didn't lose a load of my players at the end of that season, because the contracts were up, some of them didn't want to sign new deals, and there's loads of big teams sniffing around them with, you know, achievable sales um, sales clauses. Um, so I put what money I had into a few what I thought as elite players uh, for like sprinkles on the top. So I brought in Fabio Silva at 26, I think he was 25, 26. Uh, brought in a 28 year old Danny Olmo. Um, we brought in, um, I think, I think I brought in Kim Pembe on loan. Um, just those kind of like little, you know, little sweeteners on top, that bit of elite quality into the team. And then just went on a ridiculous tear. I think we went on a, like a 12 game winning run in the league where we conceded two goals in that time and yeah got through got through the champions league final um had a fairly easy run to the champions league final we had liverpool in the quarters um beat them home and away but then we had leipzig we we're always the favorites to win that and then a champions league final against stuttgart that we almost bottled it went to penalties uh, <laughs> it took my uh belgian regen keeper to save a penalty and and win it for us but yeah final season declared it called my shot did the treble I feel like that's got to be the sweetest way to end a save, though, right? Declare that it is beforehand, like, win or bust, and then you go and win it all. Yeah, I, th I think I did the same thing with... Um, I think it was the Stockport save I did. There was a no I can't remember exactly which save it was. There was a save where I went, I can't do any more of this because there's no way that we can keep competing, or there's no way that if I do it, don't do it this year, we're going to be able to do it the year after. And then we went and did a, I think I did a, a, cup, a, a league in European double or something like that. Oh no, that, that was it. it. Was the uh, it was the Red Star save? It was the Red Star. I said this is the last season we're doing. 
And then we went and won the Champions League. Instead of raiding South America, you were just raiding Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you had did have a, a mild addiction to register conversions throughout this save, though. So can you explain like the the entire thought process behind that? Well, as anyone knows, I'm not very keen to retrain people in different positions. Um, but I just it was it wasn't even planned. It was I was looking at freebie free, freebies. Uh, freebies that I could pick up end of season one. David Silva was there, and I just thought, I'm going all out to get this guy. To try it, because he's just like that elite bit of quality that might make the difference between a relegation battle and a mid-table finish. And we got him. Broke. I think I, I had to max the slider on wage and signing fee and performance fee and goal bonus and all this kind of stuff. And then I got him at the club and went, where do I play him? <laughs> what do I even do wow. with him? <laughs> I just got, I got so like tunnel visioned into getting into the club that I didn't even think about where to play him. Uh, so I was looking through his attributes. It's like, he's he was either going to be an Engonch or a Regista. And my experiences with number 10s this year haven't been good at all. Um, it was the same last year, really. I've, I've struggled to get number 10s involved in the game. So I thought, last time I used a Regista, it was really good fun. So I already had like a pretty good like hard working midfield in there and I thought we can we can counteract the you know the basically free roll defensive midfielder with this hard working midfield worked really well got mid table finish and I think from there it just kind of went well this is how we have to do it I only diverted away from that 4132 for one season or half a season really where I tried a brazilian box didn't work went back to the 4132 <laughs> and like literally flew up the table it was ridiculous but yeah so we had him I brought in uh, Pablo Hernandez as well as like a, a guy that I wanted to turn into a regista but he did his crew shit at the age of like 39 that was never coming back <laughs> from that yeah. but yeah brought in Mata uh, did the same thing with him he, he was really good for a couple of seasons because it's just, it's just a nice thing because I don't need to worry about too much their physicality just their ability on the ball and ability to spot a pass and that you can pick up old wingers or old deep strikers. I was looking at Benzema to try and do it with him as well, but uh, by that point, I'd picked up a couple of young um, regens that were attacking midfielders, retrained them back in, and then they just had the physicality and age on their side, and they were constantly, like, constantly the best player in the league every year. Whichever player was playing in that Regista spot, just two or three minimum key passes and chances created every game. Some of them were getting, like, eight, nine, ten key passes a game. Um, dominating the, the average uh, rating um, column, league table, whatever you want to call it. What um, positions in midfield did you use ahead of them to give them the, the room to operate in? At the start, I used a ball-winning midfielder, um, a Carrillero, and then a sentiment on attack. So someone who could kind of break forward a little bit, make it a bit of a diamond in midfield. But obviously in defence, have that solid three men in front who were going to like help shield the Regista. As I started to get more like younger and more physic like physically able registers, I got an av advanced playmaker and attack in there and a mez on attack because the the register could do that bit more defensively and get around the pitch a bit more. Not only that, but I noticed that teams were just sitting around a more register, and I wanted another playmaker on the pitch to kind of at least have another avenue for the ball to be played through. Um, but yeah, it worked really well. Always created the most amount of chances. Played really good attacking football. Some of the interplay was really good. But obviously, with the register back there, you're always 
likely to just have a ball over the top running through when, when you've got players like Fabio Silva and one of my regens called uh, Fernando Velez, who's about the size of a size of a house and like a sprinter. <laughs> He's uh he just runs through people. It's uh it was beautiful to watch. I am disappointed that with some of those that did get even older, you didn't try and move them back even further to <laughs> Liberos. Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've not completely lost my mind. <laughs> right, so with this new Wigan save, uh is there like a a grand philosophy behind it other than just getting them back to the prem like first and foremost that's it um i'm trying to recreate the system that i used a little bit in um fm18 with the preston save which was very much based off a guardiola style of play which is win the ball back nice and quick um have a lot of creative freedom a lot of players who are going to make you know make chances and take risks but still have that compact team ethos like when you haven't got the ball for a little bit you 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 retreat into a a solid defensive state at least that's what you used to do at barcelona anyway um and so i'm trying to recreate that i went in just blank tactic and did the tactic off the top of my head uh, using just base uh player roles so i've got center backs full backs uh defensive midfielders central midfielders wide midfielders and a deep line forward and I'm just using the the flexibility of the individual player instructions to get them to do what I want in attacking positions. And obviously defensively, they're going to drop into that 4-1-4-1. Early signs are really good. We're only th- uh, three games in the league in. Um, but look really solid defensively. We had a pretty tough preseason um, where we played... Oh, I can't remember. We played... Dar- we bodied Derby. I put six past Derby. Um... And played a few like tougher European sides, and we only lost one game, won the rest. Um, and like I say, it's looking pretty promising. I don't want to get too carried away early in the season though, because we are essentially a mid-table Championship side down in League One um, with a tactic that seems to be working. And I brought in some like ex-Prem players. Like I said earlier, I brought Robbie Brady in. Um, Ashley Richards. That's quite a signing, really. Like uh, in League One to get Robbie Brady. I know he's had injuries, but even so, yeah, he's. Um, He's not had the best of starts. He had a really good preseason, and then he's just had... He fell out with me because I sold um, a key player because he wanted to leave. I said, he wanted to leave. Do you, do you want him here? He fell out with me, and he put in three back-to-back 6.3 performances. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to buy Bye. him a pie or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dummies out of the pram. <laughs> yeah. That's a prick. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, started well. Um, I'm pretty much on it every night, and it's uh should be good fun. I like the... The League One Championship up into the Premier League and see if you can actually claw away at the top. Type saves. I remember when um, when players used to moan. I've not really done it as much. When I, when Teach used to do his Man U save on YouTube, as soon as someone would come moaning to him or disagree with something that he did as a manager, he would drop them for the, like the next three or four games, and then they'd come back apologising to him and stuff like that. And like he. he this was a couple of years ago on FM, but I'd assume it still works the same. So say for argument, say there was a player like, I think he had Pogba wanting to leave and Real Madrid after him. He, he just dropped him from the squad completely for three or four games. And then he said he wanted to stay at Manchester United. So that's when he brought him back into the squad. But like like you say, like three or four games, just dropped ratings there. It would be interesting to see what would happen if he did that and what his ratings were sort of after a three or four games outside the squad. Oh, he's so definitely he- getting dropped. Like, <laughs> not just because he's being a bitch like just yeah. because he's crap at the minute <laughs> I, I do a similar thing at Blackburn Olympic although 
I don't normally give them a chance for a second match. I just release them. Yeah. <laughs> so, mid match. You're gone. Mid match. You do it right click, release. Yeah. yeah. But that's white men. At least you're not Curtin. Just, just putting everyone on the transfer list at half time. Yeah. yeah. Martin, <laughs> Martin getting Martin yelled. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that rounds off the conversation. This is this is unprecedented. We've actually got through everything we wanted to talk about, and we get a I quiz, and it. we all get to go to bed early. Amazing. <laughs> Up the ticks. It may be good, it may be poop, but one thing's for certain: it's a quiz from Doop. It's just a bad time to say I haven't been recording, so we need to start again. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this week's quiz, as we have a X. Uh, regular five-star pod. I thought it was a good idea to try and get to know everybody a bit more. And now football's ended. As I got, I got no, in, you know, false information to try and pass off as an answer. <laughs> Matthew, are we still friends mm. after that? By the way, I had, a, I had a few boy. imaginary tweets that came my way asking imaginary tweets. What I've done in advance is I've asked all of you to send me some facts. I'm going to read out a fact, and you basically have to work out who gave that fact. If it's your fact, and you tell it somebody, and you convince everyone else it is somebody else's, you get a point. Okay? There's also a chance that it's my fact, and if you all guess that it's my fact, you all get a point. Okay? Are we happy yeah. with that? Yeah. Fact sure. <laughs> number one is... I, this person, not me, or could it be me? I have never been to Old Trafford to watch a football match. <laughs> well, I've been with Duke to a match at Old Trafford. <sighs> Ooh, okay. I've also got masses of programs. It's got to be Dan in it because Dan's the only other United fan. Ooh, so it's got to be Matt. It's got to be Dan. Maybe it's got to be Dan. Oh. <laughs> what would Matt say about that? <laughs> yeah. picks, picks random stadium. Uh, I have yeah. never been to the county ground. Yeah. I'm going with Dan, I am. You've got one vote for Dan. Are you locking that in, David? Yeah, it's locked. I'm going for Dan. Matt's going for Dan as well. Mainly because Dan has also not said a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going Matt as well. Hi, <laughs> break. What so, if this is Dan, Matt and Dave get the point. Yeah. If it is Nerd, then Joe and Dan get the point. If it's anybody else, nobody gets any points. So, could the real person please step forward? I have never been to a oh, Old Trafford. Oh <laughs> you, the thing is, I have been to Old Trafford, but I've never been to football match. I had like, work dues. I don't think I had work dues in the car park, but <laughs> never actually been in to watch a Sounds football like match. Sounds like a great work, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, man. Sounds terrific, Matthew. I was about to say, <laughs> if Dan had been to Old Trafford, it was a casino night. It was shit. Okay, also. Says he lives in Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After okay. all the shit I give plastic scousers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, a little bit of interaction from home here. I don't have a pen, so you lock and score from home. Tweet in next. Tweet in once the pod's out and tell us who wins the quiz. Uh, okay, oh, this is next... amazing. <laughs> One tweet. Uh, I think this guy won. I'm just scheduling the tweet now. <laughs> I just can't find a pen and. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so number two. Fact number two. I have been... Oh, hang on. Let me rephrase that. This person has been to Man City's Etihad Stadium more times Dave. than Old Trafford to watch Manchester United play. Definitely, Dave. Yeah, he, went the, yeah. he went to the FBAs, not just to watch a match. I've been to Etihad... What? I've been to the Etihad four times in Old Trafford, <laughs> three or four times. I mean... <laughs> There you go, Dave then. Yeah. That's got my vote. Let me reread it for you. I have been to Manchester City's Etihad Stadium more times than I've been to Old Trafford to watch Manchester United play. So why would I have gone to Man City to watch United play? <laughs> that's, that's the fact I've, oh, yeah? I've uh, written. I've been me, told. I'm going, I'm going as a party. I'm still trying to find a pen. Uh, I'm going down. <laughs> Again. Dave is gone for Dan. It's up onto Nerd. Yeah. Two for Dan. Going Dave. Three for Dave. One for Dan. So this if if this is not Dave, then Dan gets the point. Can the real person please step forward? I have been Plastic. to the Etihad more times than I've watched Man United at Old Trafford. Thank you. Plastic. I didn't say watch United. I didn't, I didn't say watch United at Old Trafford, and I didn't. Uh, say, uh, watch, I didn't say watch United at Etihad. I watch reading's football the difficult. I've just been to a lot of events at the Etihad, and I used to work there. So. Uh, okay, well, reading's <laughs> difficult. Okay, now the next one. This person has double jointed thumbs. Joseph. Wow. <laughs> Both Dave and Matt went, yeah, that's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, put your thumb up like that. <laughs> oh, that's very straight. For the viewers at home, it's very straight. Yeah, but For the viewers at home, Joe is sticking his thumb up. <laughs> now his middle finger. Now yeah, that's, that's, that's double jointed. That screams double jointed, that does. That screams double jointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying Joe. Look at that, pulling it there like that. Yeah, Joe for me. So we've got one for Joe. I think Dave's going for the double bluff. I'm going for a Oh, party. yeah. He's gone in very early, hasn't he, Dan? Not with these stiff fingers, eh? <laughs> that's how she likes them, Dave. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Matt, where are you going? You going Joe as well? Joe. Or are you going for... Yeah, I'm going Joe. And Daniel, you're going for Dave? Dave. Yeah. Joe, where are you going, son? Yeah, hey, of course you are. It's a tie break. <laughs> so, again, could the real double-jointed thumber step forward and show us your thumbs? Dead heat. No, I've got double-jointed thumbs. <laughs> ready? You ready? Is that noob? Hey. Yeah. yeah, see, I knew you'd do it. Because I know when you when you swear, you do it like that. Yeah, that's, what, that's what gave it away. So, um, nerd and Dave get a point for that. I hope you're scoring well at home. A prize if you get it all right. Um, okay, so the next one is: I have embraced my inner football manager, and I have coached youth football in England, Holland. And He's Germany. Coach. How the f oh, when are I went into Germany and Holland right, to that's coach. Jo that's Joe. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. Joe. I'm going Joe. Joe. Full house. I tried to slip one in, but didn't oh, work. That's what she said. Dope. Joe, who would you like to go for? 
<laughs> Take the easy point. <laughs> okay, well, with the real person, please come forward. And if you look at my passport, there's stamps for Holland, but none for Germany. I because think it like is. Most of you knew that anyway. It's you gave you, you gave yourself yeah. away for the molden tip tree plan. <laughs> the twinning. Okay, okay, so. The next one. Uh, so that's Dan, Matt, and Dave get a point for that. Joe, I can't give you a point for guessing yourself. I can't. Right, okay, so the next one is, I went to... <laughs> I went to the same school as Ross Kemp. Not the same year, FYI. <laughs> He's a couple of years Ross older than Kemp. me. What? Is he not Cockney, no? He's no. an actor. I don't know he's... Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Does that mean anything? No. I reckon that's um, Matt. Matt definitely went to school, didn't he? Mm, I'll probably go for Duke, actually. He didn't go acting school. I do fair, though. I was just going to say, he probably went to some... Posh school. David Frost school? went to my school, actually. I mean, that's not... No, no one asked, but... Um, the fictional detective from A Touch of Frost. No, David Frost was the... Um, <laughs> I mean... Jack Del Frost not the... Um, was, was Jack Frost not really the, um, Frost. the snowman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm not listening. Um, I'm going, Matt. Go Matt. So one vote for Matt. Matt, where are you going, sir? I'm going you, sir. Ooh. Doopy. Going for me. Oh, I could mix it up. You never know. I'm Matt, go. um, no, Daniel, where are you going, sir? I'm going to go dupe. I'll go Matt. Ooh, okay, although, Joe. Although Matt's looking very smug now. <laughs> You're going to go Matt. So we have two. <laughs> we have two for Matt, two? two for me. With the real Ross Kemp EBF. Stand forward. The same place as Ross Kemp. And Richard oh, Mayfield. Oh, <laughs> Richard Joe. Oh, yeah. I knew he's that neck of the woods. Fuck I went for the triple Joe just to kind of <laughs> just to confuse you all. Uh, by the way, Joe said I've seventeen, and you lot sent two. So G oh, um, uh, somebody else sent three. So GG, Matt. I know. So I'm sure he's down there. It's from down that neck of the woods. Using some of his Twitter videos. Yeah. Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what this means to me. <laughs> Old school. Okay. The next fact is I once went to the cinema with a date and cried at Lion King. <laughs> the remake. Dave. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he'll have been about two, won't he? Uh, the remake. Oh, it's it's the remake, so. Ooh. That was quite recently, right? Yeah. Uh, that's Dave, I reckon. I would have gone a day I'm married, pal. <laughs> Dave or Dan? Hmm. I mean, I can't give it away, but I mean, I don't know where he's sat on your screen, but. <laughs> I'm going to go Dan, Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. You got Dan, Dan, Dave. I'm going to go Dan as well. <laughs> I'm going to go dupe. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> would the real cinema crier please 
Stand up. What's wrong, Matt? <laughs> okay, we'll we'll find out after the break. What are you laughing at? Should do that. Ready to just got so high. It's amazing. Okay, he's proper gone. Oh, Christ. Oh. Matt, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, crying again. <clears throat> okay. This is a joy. <laughs> where, so. where, where would you... <laughs> you give it away now, Matt. Uh, where would you like me to pick up from, Matt? Uh, I'm going to go for for Dan. And Dan, last last one. Where are you going to go, sir? I'm going to go for you. Okay. I think you're a crier. So the real cinema crier reveal themselves not like that that's a bit weird but yes it, it was me oh the reason cheap, i man. cried no listen the reason i cried was because my wife stabbed me with a fork I mean, that she was using to eat her nachos because I, mean, I fell asleep for eating a burger with oh, and it brought a tear to my eye nachos with a knife and fork <laughs> mm. i mean she's busy with her hands mate <laughs> <laughs> Is she holding the fork with them? <laughs> it's me, Matt. She only uses one hand, mate. Right, okay. So the next one is, I have two tattoos. This person has two tattoos. I mean, dude, just I, I mean, they've got to be boring if that's the only fact they can think of. Yeah, two. What? Dude was literally showing his one tattoo off. That's one, though, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I know, I know Dave has two, but... He should have three, though, right? Should have three, yeah. That's Kappa. a good point. I'm going, would, I'm going Dave for this one. Would Dave bring that up, though? Knowing that you're going to bite at the Nevers? Mm. <laughs> it's dupe. It's Dave. I'm going dupe. We've got dupe. we got Dave. we got Dave. And Joe, what do you say, Dave? He who has, or she, has two tattoos, please stand up. I mean, yes, I do. Is that what come up? Tell people how many toes I've got. Uh, genuinely. <laughs> yeah, that genuinely did come up. Was that pre-pod or was that post-pod? Like, I did legit, when you asked me the question, I was like, I spent about half an hour thinking, what have I actually done ever? Yeah. <laughs> so, so normally, when just you do like, a... just blanked my mind. When you have to do the quiz, it genuinely takes quite a while. So I thought, fuck it, you lot can do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, when I was younger, this is the next fact, I got approached to play the main part in Oliver Twist production in a local theatre. <laughs> oh, get... Mark. Please, sir, can I have some more? Like I'll give you more facts when, when you get this one right. That's Matt. That's <laughs> <laughs> for you, guys. Uh, I'm assuming the. Yeah. I'm assuming. I am assuming the main part is Oliver Twist. Yeah. See, look, see how I just managed to make that not look like it's me at all. Oh, I don't know. You used to dine out on that Harry Potter thing for an age, though. Yeah, right? I was going to say, that's all I could do. I forgot I told you that shit, right? It's deep or Matt, I reckon. Nah, you would have been... Or is it Dan? That would be a curveball. 
Faggot. He's like John Joe Shelby, mate. Oh, blimey. I'm going Matt. Yeah, I'm going to go Matt as well. I can see him under the lights and some leggings. His dad's a mechanic. I don't think he'd have allowed it. I'm surprised you've not picked Dan. Uh, <laughs> Dan's been in lots of films. He was in My Sister's Keeper. That's right. <laughs> that wasn't the title. Oliver Twist, gentlemen. Who was the main man? So, Dan, Dave, who did you say? Matt. Matt, who did you say? Uh, I'm going to go Dan. Dan, who did you say? I'll go Matt as well. And Joseph. It's better not be you, dope. Ooh, okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, would the real Oliver Twist star please stand up? I was once approached to play a main part in an Oliver Twist production. His sister was uh, was running was it, so good. that's why he got it in. It was actually Oliver, who's artful dodger, but he's you also a, a main part. So I mean, you've sold us down the line there, haven't yeah. you? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another, there is video so, footage that I could I'll probably off, find of me singing as well down the line one day, maybe. Ooh, five likes and we we'll watch this. Yeah, <laughs> five <laughs> likes on the pod. I'm seeing it tonight, uh, Joe. I'll get it to text to you. Okay, so the next one, I'm not, I've lost school completely, but we've got two more left. So, I mean, I don't know what the time is. But I once won a yard of ale drinking competition at the age of 19. So that rules Dave out because he's not hit 19 yet. <laughs> <laughs> it screams Dan. Yeah, I'm saying Dan as well. He ate, he ate the glass is that after more, it as well. Is that more of a doofy? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. See, is ale a dupe thing there? Dan would say ale. I can't even spell. I can't even spell ale, See, so it's fine. Um, I'm gonna go ale to the ale. Yeah, I'm going Dan as well. Pretty sure he's told me before. I'm gonna keep myself if it's dupe. Dan, where are you going, sir? Um, I'll go with you, mate. Ooh, we got a tie. So the man that can drink... I did leave one part out of this fact because it made it very obvious. The man that once drunk a yard of ale drinking competition in Hartlepool at <laughs> 19, please stand up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to take Hartlepool out because, I mean, I don't even know where that is, so I had to. Northeast. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Monkey angers, mate. Monkey <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one the last one of the questions I think is my greatest footballing accomplishment was coming second with the under 11s you'll finish that <laughs> you might cut out finish it <laughs> 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 Noise gate. Sorry, my greatest football accomplishment was finishing second in the league with the under 11s team I played for. What? My yeah. greatest football accomplishment was <laughs> oh. finishing second in the league with the under 11s team I played for. Matt when he played in goal. That's the best accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it's Matt as well. <laughs> 
It doesn't count when you're 35, though, man. You play for <laughs> 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 running the line. <laughs> yeah. At least it's better than I got two tattoos. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's so easy. There we go. Matt then, yeah. Matt. <laughs> I'll step forward. It's me. Yeah, well yeah. done. <laughs> Everyone gets a point for that. Okay, we do have one last one. One last one. So... I am going to, this is it. We're going out on this one so we can hit the hour mark. Last one. Whoever wins this wins the whole quiz because that's the way we're playing it tonight. I once almost moved to the Italian Alps with the plan to become a daytime snowboard instructor, nighttime naked butler. <laughs> that's got to be what? Dan. That's definitely Dan. Absolutely Dan. Dan. I don't know because... Oh, maybe dupe though. Yeah, but it's both in the way. Oh, the kind of guy that could slip down a mountain. <laughs> Roll down it, maybe. Yeah. Henrik Mkhitaryan's cousin. <laughs> Naked Butler. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I once moved to the Italian Alps with a plan to become well, a daytime snowboarding instructor. And nighttime naked butler. So wait, did the that's person deep. move there? That's deep all over. Sorry. Did the person move there or had plans to move there? It's the kind of weird shit you would have done. So I'm assuming this person may have had a job offer. Logistically, I think it's more like Dan's a bit more... Me? ...travelled than you. I'm very well travelled. Dude was pretty settled from an early age as well. I can't... Surely he wasn't thinking about stuff like that. Yeah. I go where the money is, Dave. (laughs) I'm going to Dan. Dan as well. If you know, you know. Hashtag. I'm going to say Dan. Oh, that's the wrong way around. Um, <laughs> so we got one one for me, one for Dan. We got two for Dan. I'm saying Dan. Oh, there's three <sighs> for Dan. Can I get a point if I say me? No. <laughs> no, it was you can't. <laughs> there was no end. nighttime <laughs> naked butler, by the way. <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> that is embellished. <laughs> I love the fact that he's still... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like I said, we've had some tattoo ones. We had to make it interesting, Dan. Oh, so wait, dude, you added that on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, yeah you added the first part on. <laughs> yeah. The Italian Alps. No, it Italian wasn't. Alps it was, yeah, it was an MK Dons, <laughs> the snow dome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so technically, you all got that right. Dan guessed himself as well. So you all win the quiz this week. Hey. Yeah, everyone loves Baby. it when they get a participation trophy. Everyone gets a participation Baby. trophy. Matt's using that on the next quiz. There's an echo here. <laughs> the first one I've um, not lost. <laughs> <laughs> My greatest achievement on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Won> a participation trophy. <laughs> 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 the thing is, I, I mean, it's not really a quiz, but I just think they're quite fun. You know, we just take the mickey out of each other. Getting to know the five-star pod. Exactly that. And next week... We're doing the same again because it's easy for me. We're the same again for the next 10 weeks. You've got enough for Joe's for about eight weeks, so it'll be fine. (laughs) Write your own quiz game or something. Anyway, we'll uh, thank you very much for that, Dupe. It was uh, well delivered, sir. Thank you. And thank you for not scoring it as well. (laughs) Have (laughs) a quiz.
<laughs> that brings us to the end of episode 154. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and the Weestrom FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestromfm.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most of the pod- popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There'll be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Bye, Bye folks. folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh!